Hey, family, welcome to A Moment in the Word. Hopefully there's three things that will be done here. One, you will hear the word. Two, you will receive the word. And three, you will share the word. Now let's get to it. and peace. Welcome to A Moment in the Word, 11 o'clock edition. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've been on at 11 o'clock, right? Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. I am listening to John C. Key, Order My Steps in Your Word. I don't own the rights to this music, but it's definitely befitting for today's moment in the word amen amen i am so glad to see you all today and hopefully i can say something that's going to encourage your walk encourage your step in the lord today you know i was looking at the replay yesterday right and you know i something that i didn't, ate that didn't agree with me and i was scratching my eye yesterday and when i went back and looked at it i was like the only thing that came to my mind was that line in the movie right and they said up oh, she got that itch. I started laughing at my own self. And I don't know why every time I get ready to have service, the dog feels like I need, I'm need. i talking to him. Really, I don't know why he does this. He feels like I'm talking to him. And I'm not talking to him. Go figure. He wants to be a part of the service too. Go figure. If he don't get himself together, I'm going to have to excuse myself and put him up. But in the meantime, let's talk about it this morning. Amen. Amen. I'm so excited to see you all today. I hope you got your Bibles because we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to hit it and we're going to quit it. Right? There it is. That's all I'm saying. So listen, let's get started with the business at hand. Welcome to A Moment in the Word. I am Elder Dana T. Samuel. I'm the pastor of DSM Outreach Ministry right here in the city of Detroit, where our motto is changing lives one person at a time through the word of God. Amen. Amen. Welcome to all of you all who have tuned in and to even you all that's going to watch it on the replay. I hope that there's something that I can say that's going to encourage your walk. But most importantly, I want you all to do the work of the evangelist. I want you to share the word. Amen. Don't keep it to yourself because that's what we do here. We come to either hear the word, share the word. Look at this. See, hear the word, share the word. And definitely make sure that we take something away, right? We get to feel the word. Give me one second. Let me put Cujo up. Come Now, I have anointed him in the name of Jesus, but obviously I'm going to have to lay hands on him too because y'all know me. The word of God says that anything that has breath, praise the Lord. And I believe that when the enemy is trying to get through, he'll use anything. Y'all heard me say he'll get in the kids and even the dog too because the dog can sit here quiet all day long. Then all of a sudden, now that I'm getting ready to give this word, all of a sudden he wants to get busy, but that ain't going to stop nothing here. Y'all know I done talk and done even been stung by a bee. <laughs> And kept on teaching, so you know I ain't gonna let a dog get in the fear. Amen. Amen. Listen, I want to first let you all know we're gonna be in person 
on September the 3rd, 2022. That is in what, two weeks? Not this weekend, but the following weekend. We are going to be in person at 13925 Linwood Avenue at the corner of Oakman. I want you all to come out, bring your children. We're going to bless them as they get ready to go back to school. We're going to pray over them. Amen. Amen. And so when you all come, you know what I say? Everybody is welcome, right? I don't care what you look like, what you sound like. I don't care what church you go to. It's an outreach ministry. That's when we all get together and we fellowship. Only thing I say is three things. One, ladies, when you come, make sure you put your name in your wig. So if you lose it, you can collect it at the door from the ushers. Two, make sure you got yourself covered up, right? We don't want to see your boobs and we don't want to see your hind parts. And three, if you got, a, if you're smoking, smelling all herbally and things, I want you to sit over there in the smoking section because we got one for you. Everybody is welcome. If there's not a seat for you, I'm going to let you have mine. You just can't preach, but you can come. Amen. Amen. Because we want everybody. I don't care what your lifestyle is. I don't care what color you are. It don't matter. God is the God of everybody. And Elder Dana don't believe in make don't shut the door for nobody. I want everybody to come in because there are some things that we as ministers are charged with. First of all, it's serving. We have to serve God's people. You can't serve God's people if they're on the outside of the church. It's just not going to happen. That's the first thing. Why? Because faith come by hearing. Hearing come by the word of God and the word of God comes by a preacher. So if you putting people out the church... No wonder everybody ain't saved. No wonder folks is walking around here still acting a fool. No wonder people are still suffering from church hurt because the church is hurt. All right. I'm going to get off that soapbox because we're going to get into the word. Come on, y'all. Let us pray. Get on over to Matthew chapter 6. Pick it up at verse 9 where we recite the Lord's Prayer. While you are turning, I'm going to give a couple of hellos and good morning. Good morning, Shatanya. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Agnes. Good morning. Good morning, Latanya. Hey, good morning, Simone. Good morning, Jamila. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We got a praise report from Jamila, but I'm going to let her tell it because she didn't put it on public. So if she want to share I'm going to let her share. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's pray. Our Father, come on, y'all, call his name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Hey, give God some glory. Amen. You know, yesterday I was talking about being dream killers. I was talking about the fact that, you know, it's what you see, what other people see, and then what God sees for you. I was talking about perception, perspective, and purpose. And today we still there. Today we still there, but today we talking about stumbling blocks, right? Stumbling blocks, them stones that's in the middle of the road, the things that get in your way. And again, it's about perception, perspective, and God's purpose, right? Come on, let's go on over here to Romans chapter 14. We're going to Romans chapter 14, and we're going to pick up at verse 12. Amen. Verse 12 says this. So then, every one of us shall give an account mm, of 
himself to God. That means that when you get before the Lord, you're going to have to answer some questions. And see, many of us think, oh my God, it's the time of judgment. I'm going to be held accountable for the things in which I did. Oh, not just that, beloved, but you're going to be held accountable for the things that you did not do. And that's what we're talking about. I want to get you up and moving because I don't know if anybody paid attention to the time and the season, but time is moving on and it ain't waiting on nobody. Amen. And I don't want you to get before our creator. I don't want to get, I don't want you to be standing before God. And he says to you, I gave you this. Why didn't you get to it? I opened this door. Why didn't you go through it? I provided you X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden you sitting over there talking about, oh no. No, it's time out for excuses. And I'm going to lose some people. It's okay. Maybe this ain't for you. I don't know. But for those of us that's missing the mark like me, because y'all know I tell you all the time, it starts from the pulpit to the parking lot, not the parking lot to the door. Hi, sister. My sister's on here. I love my sister. Anywho, I want to let y'all know. God's got a purpose for all of us. Amen. God said that he will give us the desires of our heart if we do what? There's that peace. He will give us desires of our heart if we do according to his will. If we spend time with him. If we line up according to him. And it's many of you all who've done just those things, but you're still missing the mark. And the reason why you're missing the mark is because of those stumbling blocks in the road. It's because of the fact that you can't get past your perception, the perspective, and get to God's purpose. It's because of the fact that you too busy holding on to what's behind, or better yet, scared of what you see in front of you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, now that might be a problem too, because yesterday we was talking about holding on to the past, but today we're talking about being afraid of what's in front of you. God knows what's in front of you, but guess what? He called you where you were. He gave you, he equipped you with everything you needed because whom the Lord called, he has equipped. You got everything that you need. God didn't send you on a dummy mission. He did you just like he did the children of Israel. When they got ready to exit, exit Egypt and take their journey towards the promised land, what did he do? He had them go back and talk to the Egyptians and say, look here, I need X, Y, and Z. Can I borrow this? And what did the Egyptians do? They gave them everything that they need. They gave them pots and pans and linen. They gave them food. They gave them everything that they needed to carry them on their journey. And because of the fact that they were obedient to the voice of God, some of them were very reluctant, right? Because when they crossed the Red Sea, some of them were still standing there talking about, man, did you see that? What just happened? And they didn't make it across. You got some that were still scared to leave, talking about, but we eating good over here. But yet still, you a slave to somebody else. See, some of us is caught up in that slavery mentality as well. We so busy taking the crumbs off of somebody's table and satisfied with them, not realizing what we can get. Oh, I'm about to get personal today because there's some of y'all that's walking around getting these SSI checks, right? You getting these disability checks and you done decided, oh, life is good. I get a check on the first. I get a check on the third and that money, it, 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 it takes care of what I need. Yeah, it might take care of what you need, but it ain't taking care of what you want. Because you ain't getting up going to work and you can make more money going to work than what you can get from that check. Oh, see, I 
I done messed around and got all up in somebody's business this morning. It's okay. You can always hang up, turn the call off, or you come back and listen to it. It don't make a difference. But the reason why you can't get to where God wants you to be is because of the fact that you're too busy looking at what's ahead of you. You're too busy putting your own stepping stones, your own stumbling blocks in the way. That's what the problem is. Some of you all sitting up here too busy thinking about, well, you know, I don't know. I might not make it this way. I might not do this. I might not do that. Yeah, well, guess what? You might not. If you don't get up, if you don't think no more of yourself than what you got going on, you ain't going to make it, boo. But I'm going to get on back to the word and I'm going to stop meddling this morning. Verse 13 says, let us therefore judge one another. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. That means don't you turn around and put nothing in somebody else's way to hold him up because you don't want to make it to where you're supposed to go. You say, well, Elder, what you talking about? What you talking about with these stumbling blocks? Stumbling blocks are these circumstances, situations, issues, right, that cause difficulty or hesitation. That's that hold up in your life. Right. But then let's talk about this the same way we talk about stumbling blocks. Let's talk about stepping stones. See, that stepping stone is that thing that puts you to a place of elevation. That's that place that gets you a little closer of advancement. That's what I want to talk about today. I want you to turn your stumbling block into a stepping stone. Stop trying to evaluate the situation and stop trying around trying to perceive it or having a perspective, but go according to God's purpose. Amen. I don't want you to be like the children of Israel. Come on, follow me on over to the book of Joshua. You can read it when you get time. We're going over to Joshua chapter 17, and we're going to pick up over here at verse 14, because it's a whole lot of y'all that's right here in the same situation. We're over into the book of Joshua chapter 17, verse 14 through 18. I'll read you, listen, and take notes. Amen. Amen. Here it is. And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, What hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit? Seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord has blessed me hitherto. And Joshua answered them and said, If thou be a great people, then go thee up to the wood country. And cut down thyself there in the land of the Perizzites and of the giants. If Mount Ephraim be too narrow for you. He said, listen, if the space I gave you ain't big enough, then why don't you go ahead and go a little further and stop complaining? But many people perceive, oh, but it's giants in the land. I don't want to go over there. I want the land, but I don't want to go through what I need to go through in order to get to. Is that your stumbling block that God has called you to do something, but yet still you looking at the task as being too mighty, too great, and you don't want to go through nothing? You don't want to be uncomfortable? You don't want to get a little scar? You don't want to get beat up a little bit in order to get what you got to go. It's kind of like same thing with some of these relationships that we holding on to, right? You know the relationship ain't going nowhere. And every day you got to get up and look at this person. You suffering in their face. It's like, oh, but I don't want to let go because I'm going to be sick. Listen, there's healing on the other side of this thing, right? It's God not only is going to give you restoration and redemption on the other side,
inside, but he's going to expand your territory. He's going to give you more than what you've got. Now, I ain't telling nobody to run away from home, but what I am saying to you is this. You recognize when you're being abused. Ain't nobody got to tell you what that you're not being treated right, but yet still you're so busy, scared to be alone, you don't realize that guess what? That time of alone is a time of separation. You rather continue to hurt every day rather than to hurt now. Right. That's just like people who got to have surgery. It ain't always like receipt. It, it ain't all relationships. It's about people that have surgery. You know, good and doggone well that your knees is bothering you. You know that your arm is bothering you. You know that you still having these headaches. The doctor told you we need to do a surgical procedure and fix this. But you so scared to be healed. You so scared to hurt. To be uncomfortable that you rather continue to ache and complain now. You continue to take medication now when it can be fixed and corrected. Instead of you saying, you know what, let me go ahead and get this fixed and then I'm done. No, you don't want to do that. You rather continue to sit back and be in pain and be uncomfortable. And then when the bottom falls out, you go and have the surgery because you have no choice. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I should have did this a long time ago. I've been suffering for nothing. Many of us the same way because God gave us a purpose. Amen. God sees something in you that you don't see in yourself, but you don't trust God enough to say, okay, I'm going to do it, Lord, because I know that you would not bring me to a situation that you're not going to bring me through. Same thing it is like the children of Israel, like Joshua's children, like Joseph's children as they're speaking to Joshua. Right. Look, we, you you going to give me this lot. But you said over there in Deuteronomy chapter seven that you was going to expand my territory in Deuteronomy chapter 8. You said you were going to make me trade places. You said that you were going to give me the land of my forefathers. You even said to me over in Deuteronomy 8 and 18 that it's you that give me power to get wealth. And even though we know all of this, we still scared to take that extra step, just like the children of Joseph. But you got to go through something. Stop worrying about what's ahead of you and go on what God told you. God said, I'm expanding your territory. Many of us sat back here the early the beginning of this year and we prayed the prayer of Jabez. We said, Lord, expand my territory. Bless me indeed. Open up the doors of heaven. Pull me out. Blessings that I don't have room enough to receive as it says over in Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and 11 when he said, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. And prove me this day that you will have meat. Each and every last one of you all have not been in lack. I don't care what the government said. I don't care what the economy said. Not one time have you ever been without anything. The only thing that you are without is your faith in God. God has told you, I'm going to take you to places that you have never seen, places that you never could have imagined. I have decided that I'm going to bless you according to my word in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, where it says, but it is written, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man those things that God has for you. 
Why? Because you were called according to his purpose, but you're still sitting back looking at what's ahead of you. You're still sitting back holding on to your past, but you got to remember something. God said that you are a new creature. All things have passed away and all things are became new. It's not what you were, but it's who you are. Stop answering to what they call you. Make people treat you the way that you're supposed to be treated. Make people see you as God sees you, as the apple of his eye. You are more than a conqueror. You've got everything in you that God has put in you. He said, whom I've chosen, I will equip. Don't be like the children of Joseph complaining. You said that you was going to give us this, but all I got is that. And so what did Joshua say? Joshua said it right here in verse 15. And Joshua answered them and said, if thou be a great people, and you are, he says, then get thee up to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land, all the parasites and all of the giants. If Mount Ephraim be too narrow for you, if this place ain't big enough for you, then do the work that needs to be done so God can stretch out in your life a little bit, right? And he says, and the children of Joseph said, but the hill is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron. They so busy worried about the giants and the chariots of iron in the land that they can't walk into what God has told them. The man of God, Joshua already under his instruction said, well, listen, if this is too narrow for you, go up into the wood country and take possession. What? Not because of the fact that he's getting ready to give you another lot, but he said, I'm going to give you the whole mountain if you want it. Some of y'all, God has offered you mountains, but yet still, you selling for the vacant lot next door. Oh my God. Mm. Instead of you packing up and moving out the neighborhood, you trying to expand so that you can fit in. You know good doggone well that the neighborhood ain't been fit for you no more. You know that it ain't got that kind of room for you no more for the things that you want to do, the places that you want to go, or the lifestyle that you want to live. It ain't that you can't afford it, but you scared to move out your comfort zone. Don't you know in order for you to turn around and walk into the will of God and walk into what God has called you to, you got to get out your comfort zone. You got to come up out of the neighborhood. Ain't nobody in the neighborhood but you. It's only one house on the block. Yours and the people across the street. All the houses that have been towed down. And instead of you moving, you sitting over there cutting the grass and complaining about the weeds on the other side. Now you done turned around here and bought a vacant lot, but they still shooting down the street. They still selling dope on the other block. You still can't go outside. You still can't sit on your porch and mind your business. Why? Because the neighborhood has changed. You don't fit in it no more, but instead you're going to make yourself fit. You know, I used to have a photo that I used to call all the time about faith, right? It was a picture of a, a garlic bulb and a slice, a piece that was missing. And so in there was a tangerine slice. Just because it fit don't mean it belonged. Some of y'all are the same way. You trying to fit in places that you no longer belong. Just like here, but you scared to move out. You scared to do the work. You scared to do something else. God has already told you. You ain't got to be down there where they still shooting at. I know you say, but I own this house and put it up for sale. Put it, it paid for, put it up for 
rent. Let the rent be your payment to help you get to where you want to be. You don't have to have your children dodging bullets in the middle of the hood. You ain't got to turn around and tell your baby get out the bed and sleep on the floor because the people across the street is shooting. You ain't got to settle for that. You can get up and move. God has great for you. Don't be scared to go and possess the land because that's what happened with the children of Joseph. They were scared to go possess the land because they said it was giants in the land. They said that it was chariots of iron in the land. What they said was excuses. They decided to put stumbling blocks where God had put a stepping stone. We're going to finish this out. And verse 16 said, And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of Bethsan and their towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim, and to the Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people and has great power thou shalt not have only one lot but the mountain shall be thine for it is of wood and thou shalt cut it down and the outgoings of it shall be thine and for thine shall drive out the Canaanites they shall have iron chairs and though they be strong you gonna drive them out stop perceiving the wrong thing Stop looking at what other th people think and start looking at the purpose. God has called you to greatness. Don't be afraid to do the work. Don't be afraid to come out of your comfort zone. Amen. Because if you do, you now are creating stumbling blocks where God has placed stepping stones. This has been a moment in the word. I love you and ain't nothing you can do about it. See you later. Bye-bye. joining us today in a moment in the word again as I said in the beginning I hope that there was three things that you took away here one that you were able to hear the word two that you received the word and three that you go and share the word remember right here we changing lives one person at a time through the word of God I love you and there ain't nothing you can do about it